When looking at the world today, it's very obvious to understand why the Father commanded us not to be of this world. When we look at many of the practices, holidays, and rituals that we participate in, the reasons we should not be of this world become so clear. A majority of the holidays and customs that are celebrated in the world today have pagan and occult roots. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And this is why I'm making this video. Over time, we have accepted pagan and occult practices that have been marketed to us as being fun and harmless, but that is so far from the actual truth. The celebration of Halloween is something that truly emphasizes this point. The reason is because the history of these things is not properly taught to us. We are only taught about the fun things, like wearing costumes and going around and getting candy from the neighborhood, but we never have been taught where all these things come from. We tend to just accept it as being harmless fun. But in actuality, the truth is, if we are ever taught the truth about these things, it's a fact that a majority of society will not partake in them, even those that don't believe in Elohim. There has always been an agenda to blur the lines between good and evil. Also, an agenda to initiate the world into the occult and to accept the things of Lucifer. After you understand more about Halloween, you will clearly see that this agenda is truly in the end stages. Let's begin. Before we get into the history, let's talk about what Elohim says about this subject. At 3 John chapter 1, verse 11, it says, Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of Elohim, but he who does evil has not seen Elohim. Romans chapter 12, verse 9 says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. And lastly, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21 and 22 say, Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. So this probably isn't a newsflash to you, but Elohim hates evil. But maybe what you may not understand is that he wants you to hate evil as well and have no fellowship with it. So what now needs to be proven is why Halloween is evil. Because many people think that if they just don't do the demons and the goblins, but have nice harmless costumes, that they aren't doing anything wrong. Or maybe if they do a trick-or-treat even at their church, then it's all good. Now that you understand through scripture that the Father wants us to abstain from and abhor every form of evil and not imitate it, let me show you what Halloween is. While Halloween masquerades as harmless, childish fun, it's serious business in the occult world. Witchcraft, Wicca, Satanism, and Paganism believe on the night of Halloween, devils and spirits are unleashed. They perform their most hideous and potent rituals on the night of Halloween. Halloween glorifies death and worship to Baal or the devil. Now we can go back deep into Paganism with Nimrod and Semiramis to find its pagan roots, but much of what is done in Halloween comes from the ancient Druids. Halloween began over 2,000 years ago in the 2nd or 3rd BC among the Celtics and their pagan priests called the Druids. The Druids are thought to be by many history's king of the occult. Witchcraft, Satanism, Paganism, and virtually all facets of the occult acquire instruction from the Druids. Halloween can be traced directly back to Samhain the ancient Celtic harvest festival honoring the Lord of the Dead, also known as the Lord of Darkness, a.k.a. Lucifer. Druids were devil worshippers. 
The Druids recognized summer and winter seasons. They celebrated two special nights of the year, Beltane and Samhain. Beltane took place on May 1st and marked the birth of summer. Samhain occurred on November 1st and signified the death of summer. Samhain means summer's end. Just Google Samhain, summer's end, and you will see the date each year. Now, the word doesn't look how it's pronounced. Samhain is a night celebrating death and hell. It was the Druids' most important ritual. It was a terrifying night of human sacrifices, and it was the original Halloween. So Halloween and Samhain are the same thing, but let's keep going. The Druids' New Year started on November 1st, so obviously their New Year's Eve is October 31st. The Druids believe that on this night, all of the people who died in the past year would rise up and search for the passageway to the netherworld. On this night, the passageway or veil between both worlds was its thinnest. Their lord, Samhain, would roam the earth in search of these souls to capture them and take them to the world of darkness. To this day, some people put lights in the windows to help the dead find their way and keep Lord Samhain away from taking them. The World Book Encyclopedia states, The Celts believed that the dead could walk among the living at this time. The living could visit with the dead. This ancient belief was even paired with the ability of some people to communicate with these spirits of the dead. And at Samhain, this was something to be embraced, even celebrated. They felt they surely could find some way to capitalize with communicating to these spirits by gathering a co-power or the spirits giving them knowledge, etc. So this is where Halloween and its customs started, with the Celtics and their pagan devil-worshipping priests, the Druids. So as we move more into history, we go to the beginning of the 7th century, where we see Pope Gregory I. The Roman Catholic Church was moving along with their world domination in the name of God, and they were now seeking a mass conversion of Britain and Ireland, where of course the Celtics are from. In order to assist the conversion, Instead of doing away with the native people's customs and beliefs, the Pope adopted them. They didn't do away with Samhain. They adopted it, but changed the name. Samhain, to the Roman Catholic Church, was now All Saints' Day. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III is said to have moved the date of All Saints' Day from May 13th to November 1st, again the same day as Samhain. He did this when he dedicated a chapel in St. Peter's in honor of All Saints. All Saints Day, also called All Hallows Day, Hallow Mass, or Feast of All Saints in the Catholic Church, is a day commemorating all the saints of the church, both known and unknown, who have attained heaven. This is a day of celebration and prayer to the dead saints. This is not biblical in the slightest. In Latin America, this time is also known as the Day of the Dead, again with people praying to the dead. So October 31st, the night before All Saints Day, also known as All Hallows Day, is the time of the most intense activity, both human and supernatural. They believe it allows the souls of the dead to come back to earth and walk among the living on this day. This is the eve of All Hallows Day. Let me break it down. The day before All Hallows Day, October 31st, was recognized as All Hallows Eve. Remember. All Saints Day is also known as All Hallows Day. Hallow replacing saints. Hallow as a verb is to honor as holy, 
but as a noun, it means saint. Een is a contraction of eve or evening before. This is where we get Halloween. Hollow plus een, the eve of all Hallows Day. This is the day where people worship the dead. Halloween is a lot like Christmas. The Roman Catholic Church adopted it to appease their converts and try to place a holy name and cause around a pagan devil-worshipping tradition. Now that you know where Halloween comes from, let's talk about the customs and practices that are associated with Halloween. Going back to the Druids, because again, this tradition comes from them. The Druids performed horrifying human sacrifices and other vile rituals during Samhain. Let there be no doubt, Samhain night was a terrifying covenant with death and with hell. The Druids believed during Samhain the mystical veil separating the dead from the living opened. The Druids taught that these Roman spirits loosed on Samhain went searching for a body to possess. Druid priests led the people to diabolical worship ceremonies in which horses, cats, black sheep, oxen, human beings, and other offerings were rounded up, stuffed into wicker cages, and burned to death. This was done to appease Lord Samhain and keep spirits from harming them. Again, Halloween has always been a celebration of death. This is also where the origin of bonfires come from. The word bonfire actually comes from bone fire, which was all that was left after the sacrificial ceremonies were ended. To obtain offerings for these bonfires, Druid priests would go from home to home asking for animals and humans. Those who gave were promised prosperity in the coming year, and those who did not were cursed and threatened. Trick-or-treating Some people thought they could exorcise these spirits from their presence, meaning cast them out, or free themselves from any evil sway one of them might bring. It was believed that all of the wandering spirits would get hungry. By setting out food for these spirits, even providing shelter of some kind for them, you could appease them. If the living didn't provide enough food or treats for these spirits, the spirits could easily reciprocate or trick the living in many ways. Many feared the terrible things which may happen to them if they didn't honor the holiday and the spiritual manifestations throughout, so they left out food and treats for the spirits. This is where we see the beginning of trick or treat. It's the demons saying to you, give me something or else I will torment you. Halloween Costumes The very people who went out looking to burn animals and humans to death feared the spirits they thought to be so powerful on this night. They believed they could escape the wrath of evil spirits by wearing ghostly or ghoulish costumes themselves. They thought that by disguising themselves to look like evil spirits, the wandering spirits of the earth might mistake them for one of their own and leave them alone. This is why people dressed up in costumes for Halloween in the past. They were hiding from the spirits and demons which were roaming the earth. Jack-o'-lanterns The original jack-o'-lantern was not a pumpkin or turnip, but a severed human head. The druids reverenced the severed human head. They proudly decorated their houses and temples with bloodied severed heads. The druids believed the head housed the soul. It is believed that faces, rather than other images or symbols, were originally carved onto the pumpkin because they gave the jack-o'-lantern the look of a head. The Celts of ancient times believed that the head was the most sacred part of the human body, for it housed a person's immortal soul. When people make jack-o'-lanterns, they are representing human severed heads. 
You see, there are so many customs that have to do with Halloween that are completely evil. But based on these three I mentioned, you should get the point. When you give out candy to the trick-or-treaters, or even allow your kids to be trick-or-treaters, you are participating in druid practices. When you or your kids dress up in Halloween costumes, you are participating in a satanic festival. When you carve jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins, you are imitating a severed head. Understand, this is all about spirits and demons. And whether you know it or not, you are participating in customs that have to do with the occult and Satanism. You may not be engaging in witchcraft per se, but you are absolutely contributing to the wicked spiritual energy that exists. And if we go back to the beginning, when I reference the scriptures, Elohim wants us to hate evil and abstain from every form of it. But let me just add a few more points to drive this home. On the Church of Satan website, Satanic High Priestess Blanche Barton praises Halloween by saying, It, Halloween, gives the most mundane people the opportunity to taste wickedness for one night. They have a chance to dance with the devil. I see Satanists all over the world meeting in small groups this night and Halloweenans 500 years hence to raise a glass to the infernal host. In her book, Light Lands to the Slaughter, former occultist Johanna Michelson reveals Halloween is also a prime recruiting season for Satanists. Like I said when I started this, one agenda of the world is to blur the lines between good and evil. Another agenda is to initiate the world into the occult and to accept the things of Lucifer. The majority take part in these things like they are fun activities where people get to dress up and kids get to get candy. But this is all about spirits and demons roaming the earth and the celebration of the dead the next day. And the more places that celebrate it, the more wicked spiritual energy that is being transmitted amongst the world. Halloween openly promotes death, devils, witches, and flagrant appearances of evil. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 36 says, But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All those who hate me love death. Participating in a day that celebrates death and the dead is hypocritical of one that says they love the Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 20 through 22 says, Rather, that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to Elohim. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Adon and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Adon's table and of the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Adon to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? I know you do not mean to provoke the father to jealousy. It's just deception that we've been born into. Things we have grown up accepting without knowing what we were doing. But this is why he tells us not to be of this world. Because if we would follow that instruction, it would cut out a majority of the deception that we get ourselves caught up in. In the last scripture I just gave, it says he does not want us to have fellowship with demons. You can't drink the cup of Elohim and the cup of demons. You can't sit at the father's table and the table of demons. Many people privately ask me questions, and one of them is if it's okay for their kids to participate in the Halloween celebrations at their church because their church softens up the day and makes it about the Messiah. They don't allow the demon costumes and allow a safe place for the kids to participate without getting in with all the evil. I don't like making bold statements telling people what to do because everybody's life is different. But let me say this boldly. Not only is it not right for you to allow your child to participate in their event, but you should not be in that church. You may take that as extremely bold, but let me explain why I said that. 
go back through all that information I just went through on the wickedness of this day. Now your pastor and leaders don't need to know all of that history. What they should know is very simple doctrine that I keep repeating. Not to be of this world. Do not be a friend of this world. I say this scripture often in my videos, but it's always worth repeating. James chapter 4 verse 4 says, Adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with Elohim? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of Elohim. You see, if your pastor doesn't hold this understanding, then they can lead you to becoming an enemy of Elohim by allowing you to embrace this world, but just tweak the obvious devilish things. And if they're wrong about something that's so obviously evil, what else could they be leading you astray with? I'm not saying that it's intentional and that they are purposely doing this, but in the end, it doesn't matter. Your church should be protecting you from things like this and not teaching a form of conformity. Just by recognizing this day and participating in it, regardless of the few tweaks you do, you are giving glory to Satan and dishonor to Yahweh. You're trying to sit at the table of the Father and of demons. First, I understand what your church is trying to do. And if it were that simple, life would be much more simpler. But we need to stay away from all of this wickedness completely, acting like the day doesn't exist. And pastors that take the role of being shepherds of the Father's people should know this. And if they don't know this, why are they shepherding the sheep? Beware of churches that are bringing conformity like this. It is not harmless. They shouldn't be changing the name to trunk or treat or hallowed be thy name or whatever else they want to try to use just to replace the name Halloween. If they know the day is so wicked that they need to change the name, then they know enough that they shouldn't have any involvement with it whatsoever. And if you're a pastor who has unknowingly participated in this, please humble yourself and correct this with your flock. Let me make this clear. I'm not judging you if you have participated in this in the past. It's deception, and we all have fell for different forms of deception in our lives. This is the goal of the devil, to deceive us. So I'm not going against you for your past. I'm trying to assist you with your future and your children's. Be happy that we have been afforded more time and our time has not run out on us. We have time to correct our mistakes and repent from them. This video was made to first inform you of the things that you might not have been aware of in hopes that it leads to repentance and correction. We all are not perfect, but we need to examine our lives and look at the things that we do and partake in. The Bible, the word of Elohim, gives us instruction. And if we place it as the authority and not the ways of this world, we will cut out the amount of deception we fall prey to. The devil preys on our ignorance and lack of knowledge. He preys on the fact that we do not read our Bibles and trust our pastors to steer us in the right direction. Let me end this with clear instruction. Stay away from Halloween. Do not allow your kids to celebrate it. Don't let them dress up in costumes. If it is a problem for them, keep them out of school on that day. Do not do any trick-or-treating. Keep the light off at your home and don't answer the door when people come knocking. No costumes for you adults either, no matter how small. And no Halloween parties, not even if all your friends are going or you have the best costume. Stay out of it. You need to literally act as if this day does not exist and continue to worship and communicate with the Father. If you feel weak about something, pray about it and give it to Him. I feel that this year, 2018, there's going to be a massive amount of wicked demonic energy generated. You do not want to be a part of it. By participating, you make yourself fair game to spirits and demons. 
Satanists and witches convene together and cast many spells on this night. This is not a day of fun, but of extreme witchcraft and none of it is harmless. After watching this, I think you should definitely understand why. Don't lean on your own understandings and justifications. If you love Elohim, let his word have the last say. Don't play with evil. Okay, thanks again for watching. If this has blessed and informed you, please don't forget to like it and share it. If you know a family and friends that still participate in this, please send and share this video with them. Everyone should at least be informed. What they do with the information is up to them. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this channel. Without further ado, I am going to bring on my wonderful friend here, Evangelist John Ramirez. Nice to have Man, you. My brother, God bless you, brother. God bless you. Thank you so much, Larry. I, I'm, I'm blown away that I get a chance to team up with you and share the battlefield and not only equip, but equip, prepare, prepare, and also uh, disciple people today in this moment that we have. We need, we, I mean, discipleship has gone out the window. We don't disciple people anymore. We don't train people anymore. We don't equip people anymore. And we, I think that thank God for the body of Christ that God has this remnant that is doing that. You know, the Nehemiah is on the wall, the watchman's on the wall, understanding the things of the spirit, the demonic, understanding the spiritual warfare, understanding the stronghold, the bondages, open doors, open gateway, open portal. How do we deal with these things? Well, that's true. And, you know, uh, we're going to dive right on in. But Paul the Apostle himself said that he did not want us to be ignorant of the devices and the schemes of the mm -hmm. devil. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's why we're doing this. So for anybody who's like, well, why are you talking about the devil and demons and darkness? Listen, we exist and we love to glorify Jesus, but we want to give you tools and tactics so that you can be battle ready and i believe evangelist ramirez you want to equip people to go just from living on the defense and to make them on the offense amen you know my heart is about my heart is about for my brothers and sisters they know me very well i just came back from nashville and i preached a two i preached a two-day service a thousand people and and people hungry and I want to equip the saints. I want you to fight the good fight. Paul said in his last day, Second Timothy, that was the last real testament. I fought the good fight. I go get the prize that God has for me. We all want to say that. We all, but you know, there's gonna be hindering delay. And now we saw people between between your promised land and, and your 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 purpose, your destiny. There's a battlefield between between the purpose and the destiny and your promised land. We need to understand how do we cross enemy lines and get to the promised land, the things that God has for us, right? And even you quoted the scripture. Paul said, don't be ignorant of the devil's advice. But Jesus said, you know, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. No, that's very true. And again, I believe what you're doing, Evangelist Ramirez, and I'm just so grateful. You are equipping believers to actually walk in victory walk in authority over the powers of darkness and just diving on into this conversation because obviously i titled this about halloween and open doors of the devil i know you have done so many interviews and so many conversations <laughs> about halloween so i don't want to just talk about halloween if you came on just to hear about halloween what we think about it that is not the main thing we're going to talk about what we want to talk about are how believers like you and i people who are born again we can actually open doors to the devil, to the demonic in our own life. The good news is we can close them. But Evangelist John Ramirez, I just want to let you share for a few minutes. What are some of the common doors that you find believers? I'm talking about Christians. What are some of the common doors that we open to the powers of darkness? I think, I think one of the doors that we open, we compromise. 
I think it open, that's that's an open door in the church today that we living we living with, you know spirit of compromise. You know, we we live in a spirit of compromise. We uh, we don't protect our eye gate. We don't protect our ear gate. We don't protect our mouth gate. The devil knows that whatever you speak, you know, whatever death you speak out of your mouth, whatever unbelief you speak out of your mouth, whatever doubt, fear you speak out of your mouth, he has legal right over your words and the things that you watch. If I'm sitting down and I'm watching things on television, that if Jesus was sitting in my room, he'll probably kick the TV to the side. And then I understand that these things. I mean, understand. You know, I was talking to uh, Sit Roth and them over there today, earlier today, and I was telling him that the movie. Chucky, right? There's an episode that the movie Chucky, that Chucky is on top of the young kid and he has hands on the forehead, right? In other words, he's trying to get into a gateway of the mind, the hand on the forehead, and then he's speaking, he's speaking Santeria into the kid. And the person that's speaking in Santeria, the, 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 the person that's mimicking the voice for Chucky, understand every word of the demonic Santeria because those words are real. And we watch these things. We we get we get engrafted in these things. And when we get engrafted in these things, we open gateways in the mind, images in the mind. We get we get thoughts in the mind. Our thinking, our thoughts, our reasoning in the mind becomes clouded. We 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 create instead of having the mind of Christ, we create clutter. We create clutter, chatter in the in the mind. All these voices come in your mind, and then before you know it, you have a struggle. From a struggle turns into a stronghold. From a stronghold turns into bondage. Well, I, you know what? I was thinking, I, I want to go after this a little bit more because you talk about Chucky. And now I'm thinking right now with the TV and the mm -hmm. movie, it's, it's no, and, and you, know, you know, brother, it's no longer just going to the movie theater. It's no. having it on your phone. I'm just amazed. I'm even thinking just to be as relevant as I can be, this new movie, Hocus Pocus mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. Disney. I remember the old one when I was growing up, but I'm amazed they've got a spell book out and all that kind of thing. Do movies and television shows, even these ones that seem innocent and for children, I mean, can those be open doors? I mean, I got, I got, I got caught up in the demonic at the age of seven and a half. My first ceremony was eight to eight. At eight to eight, I was going to demon church from seven in the evening to five in the morning. So the devil understands one thing: that the mind, the young mind, is an easy mind to recruit. The young mind is an easy mind to recruit. It's not stubborn. Is, is like a sponge, absorbs things, suck things in, understand things, and believe anything. And and the devil's after the young mind. He's after these young children. I mean, even the movie uh, Steven Seagal, uh, Mark for Death, they, 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 there's, a, there's a scenery in that movie that they do these symbols on the floor. That's Paolo Manyumbe. Those symbols, I used to do the same exact symbol. They are infiltrating our TV, the one-eye monster, the television. They're just delivering that thing right out of your TV. You don't have to get in the car, go to movies anymore. It's right on your remote control. Wow. It's true. Now it's on your smartphone. Mm -hmm. It's on the Netflix. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are bombarded with mm -hmm. opportunities to give the enemy open doors. But, I mean, the good news is we can close them. We'll, we'll get there in a, in, uh, in a minute. Yeah. But I, I, mm -hmm. yeah. The good news is we can shut it down, shut it up, shut it down. And we can renounce it. We can renounce it. We can cut ties with it. We can cut the rope from it. We can say, devil, love don't live here anymore. I'm going to move forward with the things that God has for me, that the things I'm going to leave behind. You know, you can leave Pharaoh behind. You can leave Egypt behind. You can leave all this demonic thing behind. It's your, you know, one of the things that God has given us is free will. Take your free will and glorify God with your free will. Magnify the Lord with your free will. Honor the Lord with your free will. Amen. Don't honor the devil, you know. With, with your free will, honor the Lord with your free will. You know, I say, I tell people, the devil is defeated in the cross. Jesus speaks about it. He make a public spectacle, but your flesh is still alive. So the devil knows that he's going to hit the buttons of your flesh in order to get you activated. So the devil is defeated, but your flesh ain't.
if it's not submissive, if it's not submitted to the Holy Spirit. Wow. Well, and that's true. And that's why I love what you're talking about. We need to yield our will. Like it is our choice. Mm -hmm. Please hear us. Please hear what we are saying. It's not this whole idea of, well, the devil made me do it, or the mm -hmm. devil just overpowered me. Mm -hmm. If you're a born-again believer, you have something called a will, and it sounds like, Evangelist Ramirez, we can use that will to either please God or open a door to darkness. Yeah, I mean, the Lord said there's no temptation coming to man that God doesn't make a way to escape, right? God even makes a way to escape. God said, pick life or death. God says, pick life. God even give you the answer. It's like the, when we went to school, all the answers was in the back of the book. You know, God gives you the answer. He's so good to you that he gives you the answer. But it's up to you to turn, do that 180. You know, I'm not going to compromise him. I'm not going to give the devil any any rights over my flesh, over my carnal mind. You know, and, and I think that a lot of things in the demonic world, you know, the devil looks for opportunities. It's like Noah. Noah took the, Noah in the ark, he took the dove and he threw it out. And the, and the dove represents the, the Holy Spirit. And mm. Noah took the ark out, threw the dove out. The dove came back a few times. And the reason it came back, it came back a few times because it couldn't land anywhere where all the dead corpse were at. So the Holy Spirit is not going to land in anywhere that you have compromised, that you have given the devil legal rights, unless you renounce it and give the Holy Spirit the right over that place of your life. And then wow. the Holy Spirit can land in that area of your life and make it whole, make it pure, and deliver you from that situation. Well, brother, I'm, I'm going to dive in in just a minute talk about Halloween mm -hmm. and how that can be an open door. As you were saying that, though, I do feel like there's some folks. I mean, I always want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit in these videos. I feel like there might be some people, you're either watching us live, you're watching later down the line, where you know you have compromised. You know, even just the things that Evangelist Ramirez is talking about, you feel conviction of the Holy Spirit. And I believe the good news is you can renounce those things right now. You can repent right now. And I believe the Lord will not only set you free, but I love what you were sharing. I love that example of the dove being released from the ark because he's looking for a resting place. Right. He's exactly. looking for a landing place. And would you mind, uh, before we just go on and, and finish up with Halloween, would you mind just praying a prayer for those who are watching? Yeah. I, I honestly believe the Lord is setting people free right now, but just please hear me. He's not just setting you free. He's going to increase the activity of his Holy Spirit on your life, but he can't. It, it's a challenge to do that if there are areas cluttered up with demonic strongholds. So mm -hmm. Evangelist mm -hmm. Ramirez, would you mind doing that? Yeah, my brother and sister, this is not a shame thing. This is not a put down. This is a wake up call for you not to live in a place of mediocre, not to live in a place that you defeated. You feel like God is upset with you. God is angry with you. God doesn't hear your prayers anymore. That God knows that you keep repeating patterns and cycles of repeat because the devil got you on the merry-go-round. You can get off that merry-go-round around right now in the name of jesus so you guys say lord i draw the line with the blood of jesus i renounce any activity that is ungodly unrighteous that is not holy i renounce it right now completely as long as you confess it with your mouth and you let that devil know that you're not going to hold me anymore to any situation it could be pornography it could be watching things on tv it could be the devil stealing your time and you don't have time for the bible it could be uh, a, a broken marriage it could be any satanic situation that the devil has a dominion over that situation but you know what he has temporary dominion, and Jesus got permanent dominion over your life right now. So, Father, in Jesus, and we break every hindrance, delay, blockage, and distraction upon my brothers and sisters. Father, we break it, destroy it. We curse it to the root. Let us sharpen and die. And we pray, Holy Spirit, breathe on our brothers, Father God, in the name, breathe on our sisters, breathe on our families, breathe on our homes, Lord, from the crown of our head to the sole of feet. And we are free because who the sun set free is free indeed. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. 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 I believe for some of you who prayed with us, it's a simple prayer, but I believe many of you are getting free right now. You're Amen. free. And I do believe the Holy Spirit is going to rest on you in an increased manner. Like Evangelist Ramirez said, there's no need to feel bad or guilty or shameful. But if the Lord highlighted something, simply offer that up to him. Revoke it, renounce it, repent. And I do believe you're going to see supernatural freedom in that area. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, I I do want to focus. Here we are, October. Halloween's coming up again. Something that I know you have been talked, you have talked about for quite some time. But I think it's worth it for believers to hear fresh, you know, because some there's there's controversy, there's argument. Why why are you guys against Halloween? Why shouldn't believers participate in something like Halloween? So I just want you to share from your heart and just give us perspective on how could something like Halloween open up doors to the demonic and. How, how can we guard ourselves from this particular season? I, I, I mean, I think Halloween is not only a pagan holiday, but the, the, the indication and the details of it is so satanic, demonic, and despicable. I mean, I'm not talking to you about a book. Oh, I read this book, and they told me this. And told me, I'm talking about a place that I, I grew up 25 years of my life in the demonic world, in the witchcraft world, in the highest archaic of the kingdom of darkness. It's called the shadows of the demonic. That, I mean, I was self. I was. I was. A, I was a general in the kingdom of, of the devil. And I. And and I'm telling you, Halloween. It is false identities. The devil understands that he wants to take the great original that God made you and put a false identity in you to a celebration, to a ritual. That's when you put on a costume and you change your identity. You change is a ritual that you're doing. The devil understands rituals. He understands ceremony. He understands that once you put that costume, you give them legal rights over your family, over your children. And 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 not only that, listen, in Halloween, I mean in Halloween, I got married on Halloween and I had a demonic wedding of witches and warlock coming to my meeting, to my wedding and baptizing and sacrifices of animal and shedding of the blood. Wow. I had all that in Halloween. So there's nothing that you can tell me. Even I take it a step further. Even the, 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 the founder of the church of Satan, Anton Lorraine said, I want to thank every Christian parent, not Buddhist, not Muhammad, not, not, not Islam, not, not Hinduism, every Christian parent. I want to thank him for allowing your children to celebrate the devil once, one out of the year, one day out of the year. I mean, if he's saying that, and I'm telling you from 25 years of devil worshiping, after projecting, what, I mean, putting witchcraft on regions, putting witchcraft on people, having a Halloween wedding, what makes you think that you have the right to have a wine night stand with the devil and call yourself a believer? You know, it's interesting what you're talking about, even costumes of that concept. Uh, mm-hmm. Changing people's identity because that's where we are right now in the mm-hmm. 21st mm-hmm. century. I mean, that message of you just be whatever you want, choose mm-hmm. whatever identity you want. I mean, mm-hmm. that seems to be very prevalent even in the whole. But, but it happened today. It's happening in schools for young people. You know, dress whatever you want, be whatever you want, act whatever you want, whatever you feel. That's what you become. If you're homosexual, yeah. homosexuality, be a homosexual, be transvestite, be this, be that. But no one is saying be a Christian. No one's saying mm. be a follower of Jesus Christ. They, they have all these perversion things going on, these things that are ungodly, unrighteous, that we make Saddam and Gomorrah look like kindergarten. And we have these things prevalent in the atmosphere, in the news. The devil, the Bible says that the devil is the god of this world. That means what he means, he owns social media. He owns he owns social media. He owns the news. He owns the television shows. He owns the music world. He owns all these people. And what he does, he, he gives these people, they sell their souls to the devil, and he gives these people influence. The devil has 
had influence in heaven. And that means the devil has so much influence in heaven that he was able to trick and persuade a third of the angels to go to battle with him. Wow. So now we have these people dressed up in Halloween, celebrating Halloween, dressing up, even pastors, shame on you pastors, that you put Halloween in your churches, you curse in your churches and you call it holy. That's an abomination in the eyes of God. We need to come to a place and keep the house, the house of God, a house of prayer. We don't need to make it a place that we, we, we invite the world in. We need to invite the worldly people in to get them saved, but we don't need to invite the world, the systems of the world into your church. How crazy are you? Wow. Well, I, I, I would say this, because this is why I wanted to mention Halloween, but not make it the main focus, is, is because what happens is this, is that these things, not just Halloween, but there are certain things that we just think are innocent. Mm -hmm. Things mm -hmm. that we in, think, in that's okay. And in general, and we think, oh, that's okay if I do that, if I watch that. You talked about it at the beginning, things that we watch with our eye gates, things that we listen to. I'm just, I'm just watching it. I'm just listening to it. But little do we know that practicing these things opens doors. I imagine, Evangelist Ramirez, that the, the enemy tries to make it as easy as possible oh, for us to participate. The enemy makes it cultural because mm. he, he loves culture. He's a love of humanity. You know, he makes it culture. That's why when one time there was a popular show called Twilight. And uh, and, and I was going to preach in a Christian school, uh, junior high school Christian school. And the Lord said, watch the show. And I watched one episode of it. And the crazy thing about it, that the episode I watched, I said, Lord, I don't see nothing here. There's no profanity. There's no naughty. No one, no one. I don't see nothing really, really out, out of hand. But the cultural thing was that these demonic things that were wolves and was this. The Lord showed yeah. me, you see how they look? These are demons look, falling in love with humans. Mm. And I didn't even know that. And and people were buying the posters and people were buying the first series, second series. And these yeah. are Christians having these, these things at home and not realizing because the devil makes it to look innocent and attractive. You know, it's even something like Twilight. I, I'm thinking people think, well, it's 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 innocent or whatever. But really, if you step back. It's it's really a, a movie that focuses on death or vampirism, like mm -hmm. death, like, and you know, well, well, there's no demons in it. Well, that's that's whatever, but it's death and the enemy, the devil. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's mm -hmm. his, that's his realm, his domain. So, yeah, I, I see documentaries. I see documentaries in uh, like these uh, documentary channels on television that people watch the movie yes. screen. screen whole bunch of times they watch these uh freddy krueger they watch uh, movies like uh jason and they watch it over and over and over before it becomes a manifestation in the mind and then there's the other people play these video games shooting 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 and they play these things over and over the mind it's called sack it's called patterns of cycles of repeat now you're you're infiltrated by the enemy and you can go to a school in connecticut and shoot 20 kids and thinking it's a video game yeah. You, you throw your whole life away because when you realize what you did, it's too late. The devil having the last laugh. On mm. the There's people that done the movie Scream and they play out the scenes of the movie in real, real life. And right now they're somewhere locked up doing life and their whole life is ruined. And yeah. it's all because of a movie. Well, and it's interesting. It's the seeds that mm -hmm. the, those movies plant, like mm -hmm. you're talking about, when the mm -hmm. scripture tells us to have our minds renewed mm -hmm. by the word of God. Um, so I think that's, well, here's what I want to let people know. The good, the good news is like we're saying, you can close these doors. The Absolutely. good news is oh, good. that you can, you can, you, you can close them for good and you can actually live 
three steps ahead of the enemy. You mm-hmm. can live on the offense and not always the defense. And that's why I'm so glad I'm going to put up the link that you have done this e-course. I mean, I believe you called it something like spiritual warfare, special ops. I mm-hmm. love the language based on the concepts in the book, unmasking the devil. Unmasking because, devil. Because it's all about recognizing, okay, this is a way that opens a door to darkness. We're going to show people how to recognize it and to close it and to live in victory. We live in victory, destroy completely, fully. You know, you need to be more than a conqueror. You need to conquer the enemy. You need to conquer the, the attacks. You need to conquer the spiritual warfare. You need to conquer. The Bible says he made you more than a conqueror. You need to live a life of victory. Yes, there's going to be trials. Yes, it's going to be testing. But you don't have to be a victim of these demonic attacks in your life anymore. Christ came to set you free, and you can live the free life. You can live the peace and the joy of the Holy Spirit. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The peace of the Holy Spirit gives you the victory over your mind, your thinking, your reasoning, your talking, your speech, your eyes. It gives you that victory. You need to be a vessel of honor. And, and I think one of the great things about the e-course is special our spiritual warfare. And a lot of times we pray, but we pray general prayers. And I teach people in this e-course how to pray prayers to be special up. What's special up? Spiritual snipers. Bring down the targets and then never show up again. Drown Pharaoh so he won't have to, you don't have to look over your shoulder anymore. Because if Pharaoh's dead, then you got victory. You don't have to worry about Egypt. You don't have to worry about look over your shoulder because greater things God has in front of you than the demons you're leaving behind. Well, what I love about this is that you are somebody who learned this firsthand. Mm-hmm. This is a world that you, you lived in. So not only is evangelist John Ramirez going to teach you biblical principles, but this is somebody who is a practitioner. You got to understand he was a practitioner, a high level practitioner of Satanism, dark arts, and he got radically redeemed. And now he's going to show you how to live three steps ahead of the enemy, closed doors. And I believe open doors to victory. I open believe you're going to close doors oh. and you're going to open doors to break. I'm using this for myself. I got witches still doing witchcraft to me. I got witches from, from Haiti. I got witches from, from Cuba. I got witches from Miami. I got witches from New York still trying to do witchcraft. After 22 years, they are still doing witchcraft. I go to meetings and I pray for people and demons manifest. You know what the demons said? We hate you. You're a traitor. You left us. I'm using, I'm using the same, the same, Arsenals of heaven. I call them arsenals of heaven. The Holy Spirit gave me so I can fight the good fight, so I can finish my race, so I can make Jesus Christ proud that he picked me. I'm using these things in my life, in my own life, in my own life, so I can live the victorious life. And I'm saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to keep this to myself. I, God has a sense of humor. I used to do witchcraft on Christian, and now I'm training Christians how to break witchcraft. <laughs> Come on. That sounds like the Apostle Paul. <laughs> he, he used to be partner with the devil. Yeah. And then he was showing other believers how to literally no longer live ignorant of uh-huh. the devil's yeah. devices. Or in bondage. Amen. Yes. I love it. Well, I, we are so grateful for this. I believe Amen. this is going to resource and equip so many people. I have the website up there. I had an image at the beginning just showing people what it looked like. But that is going to be such a blessing to you. And it really is like having evangelist John Ramirez as your mentor, because I will say this, in the fivefold ministry, which we often teach about, which we often have books about, Destiny Image, do you know what a prophet's job is or an evangelist's job is? It's not to do the work of evangelism or to do the work of deliverance so you don't have to. It's actually to train you. 
It's to train you to be an evangelist. It's to train you to be a deliverance minister. It's to train you to walk in the power of God because Mm. evangelist John Ramirez can't cast out every demon on planet Earth. But guess what? He can actually multiply that anointing. He can teach and show you how to do it so that you can be set free and help other people free as well. You know what's great thing? This last thing, uh, God is no respected person. God gives you the God gives you the tools and he teaches your hands to wall by the Holy Spirit. It's up to you to step up and step in and get your victory. I mean, God can tell you he has a blessing for you, but if you don't cross over and get that blessing, it's up to you because God, this is what God told me since I've been a Christian 22 years. God said, John, I will always do my part, but I'll never do yours mm. because we're in partnership and we need to touch and agree. There's power in agreement, there's power in unity in the Holy Spirit and take this course, take this training and I promise you, you, you'll be you'll be a Christian and you'll be a vessel of honor for Jesus Christ. And you know how to fight the good fight, not only for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, and being people that God's gonna bring across your path that you could tell them, they're gonna tell you, I'm going through this. You say, Listen, I know how to help you. And you can win souls, you can set captives free, and people could be blessed because you stepped into the battlefield and helped out. I love it. I love it. So again, we encourage you, join. Sign up for this amazing course. You will be blessed. You'll be trained. You'll be mentored. And Evangelist John Ramirez, I'm looking at the comments. So many people have been so deeply impacted by your ministry, sending so many wonderful words your way. We I are love grateful them all. for you. I love my brothers and sisters. I Last thing, Larry, I was a donkey that was tied up. Yeehaw. I was tied up, but when Jesus sat on my back, my life was transformed. Come on. Come on. Well, you are really raising up a generation that is preparing for this wonderful last days revival because we are seeing it we are seeing mm-hmm. an outpouring mm-hmm. of the holy mm-hmm. spirit in the earth right now but i believe every believer needs to be ready and trained for deliverance to see demons cast out because Man. when the holy spirit comes as he is the holy spirit makes demons very uncomfortable oh so. <laughs> that makes them sweat <laughs> yes he does he does we're seeing it so grateful for you grateful you. for all you're thank doing you. thank you so much for joining God me bless today, you, my sir. brother thank you so much you have a blessed one you and your family and i send my love to destiny image and the, and my brothers and sisters there will do thank you sir god bless you bye-bye bye-bye 